test. For what? Your camera? We need one, let's get it. Yeah. Good morning. Welcome to House of Power Outreach. My name is Pastor Tori. I'm Pastor Reed and our senior pastors here at the church. And we're so glad to have you with us this morning and blessed to be a part. I'm blessed, just excited to be in church and, and, and just uh, celebrating Jesus. We thank all of you for your prayers for my family. There are uh, death of my cousin Carnell and then the funeral. Uh, just uh, We were just blessed to have uh, praying friends. Um, we are, uh, you know, this time in, in, in Christmas season, man, we, we really want to uh, keep everything in perspective about who God is and, and celebrating Jesus at all times and all the time and at all times. And, and uh, just recently, I just heard about someone seeing a reef and I said in that reef, it, it was a reef that was a, a reef with thorns in it. And, and it said the reason for the season, like the, the reef told both sides of the story. And, and I think we must continue to do so, especially during this time and what the message will be, back, be about today. Uh, please visit our, our HOPO Church website and, and look at all our different ministries. Pray, uh, please pray about partnering with us and giving, uh, all the giving options, the, um, you know, uh, <laughs> I guess, uh, touch-free or... COVID ability to give, whatever you want to call it, but uh, we'd love for you to partner with us as we're feeding uh, people all over the world, as well as, as, as the church here that we are a part of, and we just thank God for all that he's doing. So I'm going to pray, and then we're going to jump right into the message. Um, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you this morning. We just pray. Thank you for those who are believing you for miracles, believing you for, for your hand to move, that, that there's no other way other than the hand of God. And we thank you, Lord God, that we get the opportunity to know there's always the answer, which is in Christ Jesus. And we bless you. We thank you for today's service, Lord God, that I decrease and you increase. Lord, give us ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. And we're going to walk with power and not let the the lost get left. Amen. Uh, peace on earth. Peace on earth is always established as a, you know, a, a Christmas time mode, but we realize we need peace on earth at all times and especially the way this year has been and, and just all over. We need peace on earth and with homicide rates and, and murders and stuff is up. Peace on earth is vital right now and not, you know, now we can say it because more people are even in it more because of Christmas. But as believers, we, we this should be our, our whole our motive of speaking. Uh, God's will is peace for all. The will of God will bring peace for all. There is nothing that can bring peace for everyone like the will of God. I mean, it covers everybody. And so in Jeremiah chapter 29, Verse 7 through 12, it says, And seek peace of the city, whither I have caused you to be carried away captives, and pray unto the Lord for it. For in the peace thereof shall ye have peace. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Let not your prophets and, and your uh, diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you, neither hearken to your dreams with you, which ye cause to be dreamed. 
for they prophesied falsely unto you in my name. I have not sent them, saith the Lord. For thus saith the Lord, that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word toward you in causing you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call on me and ye shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you. And man, what, what a, a great verse. And, and listen, everyone that I know of, a lot of people anyway, loves the verse 11 of Jeremiah 29. You hear it all the time. I know the thoughts you have of me, thoughts of good and not evil, so I haven't expected it. But realize, as you read further up in the verses that we just read, he was talking to people that were captive. And it's amazing when trouble hits, we forget that God thinks good of us. And, and sometimes when we've even talked to people that think God is not thinking good of them, that God is thinking terrible of them, or God has sent that. Well, that's not peaceful. That's not the peace that God says. Because when he's talking to them in captive, he says, know the peace, the peace that is there for you. The, the scriptures are, are right there in it and it says that, that have that peace. Even in the midst of a struggle, they're captive, they're caught. They're, they're caught under somebody else's rules, somebody else's instruction. And, and this is why we need to be uh, praying over leadership. It doesn't matter who gets in there. The body of Christ needs to be praying because we have direct scripture that says no matter what, we can call for peace. We can walk in peace on earth. And, and, and begin to give that description of what God says. And, and he says that, that, if, that for in the peace thereof shall ye have peace. And that means that no matter what's going on around you, you can have peace. My, my sister Phyllis said this, and I'm pretty sure many people said it, but I heard her say it. I heard her say it first. Is that says, no, no God, no peace. N-O, no God, no peace. But K-N-O-W, if you know God, you'll know peace. And this is where we got to ex ex explain to folks to know God. This is the time to know God. Well, how do you know God? You got to know his word. You got to know his word. In the beginning was the word. Word was God. Word was God. Know his word, and this world will know his peace. And is that it is that vital? So God was He was speaking to these people that were being held captive. And wherever you are in life right now, whatever, no matter how down you are, pray, say, God, show me that peace that the verse is talking about. Show me that peace. I've 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 got access, I've got authority. God has given me peace, no matter what my circumstances are. God has given me his peace. He has given me an opportunity and the will to have his peace. And it's in, in other words, in, in other words, that no matter where you are, up or down, peace is yours to have. But you got to take it. You got to have it. You got to go ahead and receive that. Uh, his peace still has authority regardless of the status of man, regardless of who's doing what, regardless of who's making the rules. They cannot stop you from having peace your wicked boss or not wicked or whatever you want to call it mean boss whoever cannot have they can't steal your peace the only thing that can happen is you cannot access it if you were choose not to if you choose to focus on them more than the peace that god has given you that's the only way you can walk in not having peace he has it for you so when the world sets itself against the word and those of us who believe don't don't complain or give up on God's word just because the world is against it. And, and right now we're in a time where 
for us to believe what we believe, that Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life, that only through God can you get to heaven. Uh, the pe people are against that. They are completely, how can you say that? That's, that's prejudice. That's whatever. You know, and you go, man, that is the word of God. He is the only way, the truth, and the life. He is the only God. Lord, thy God is one God. There's the only way to heaven. He would be a horrible father if there were multiple ways to get to heaven and he sent his only begotten son anyway. That, that doesn't make sense. So in, in understanding that, and if you get caught up and around a bunch of people who are saying that's unfair and all that stuff and get, get to the point to where you lose your peace with God because you want to agree with them, then you're out of the peace world. We have to maintain peace on earth. Christmas season at all times, any times, peace on earth means I'm going to go with God more than I'm ever going to go with man. The minute we give ourselves over to wrong belief, it will affect our heart and dreams, which cause directions to be lost. You know, and this is this, you know, in the verse in Jeremiah 29, it says that don't trust the dreams you haven't. Now, listen, you can get to a point to where you get caught up in some other body else's opinion and get away from God's word and you literally can start having dreams about it. Because remember, the devil is imitating and trying to uh, copy what God does. So you literally can have dreams in the wrong direction. And what makes them in the wrong direction is because you're not listening to God. You can actually dream dreams. You can actually put yourself in position, but, G, but, the, but the verse said, do not hearken to those dreams. Verse 8 of Jeremiah 29, 11, 29 verse 8. It says, don't hearken to those dreams. Don't go over there, but man, I dreamed about it. Man, I, that was in a dream. That was so real. It's so real to you because what you give yourself over to most, whatever you look at the longest will become the strongest. If you've stopped listening to God and start listening to other things and start obeying other things, you have now removed yourself out of peace and entered into this place where you're actually dreaming about it and causing yourself to grow deeper into the belief and the deception of it. You know, talking about the false prophets, because if it doesn't line up with God's word, it doesn't matter how real it seems to you. It's only real because you're giving yourself over to it. Now, God says in, in, in Habakkuk 2 that we'll have dreams, we'll see visions, we'll have those things, and, and we'll run with those things. However, that's because we are submitted to God. We'll have his dreams, his vision. Outside of God, you'll have your dreams and your vision. You will have what you want, not what God wants. And so he, he continually reminds us that to be careful of that. And, and, and we'll hear that, right? The minute we give ourselves over to the wrong beliefs, it will affect our heart and our dreams, which cause direction to be lost. And I believe, I, man, look, I believe this with all my heart that there are people that have come to us that truly believe that the desire of their heart is what they have. And, and even though it doesn't line up with the word, they go, but it's in my heart so strong. And it's because they've given up the truth. And now that thing has built up a relationship in their heart that they truly are going with what's in their heart. But the heart is away from God. So that means it's out of order. It's out of lack. It's out of the designer's hands. And you got to pull yourself back into the word of God. And that's the way you can have peace on earth. So, yeah, it's true. They, they are going with their heart, but the heart has separated itself from God. And we have to come back to this. How can I have peace on earth? What is peace on earth? Peace on earth is living the will of God through the word of God. Living out word, God's word. So you may have someone that you're dealing with and they 
firmly believe. They believe. But here, the verse 8 tells why. They bought the false. They bought the wicked prophet. They bought the lying thing that doesn't line up with the word of God. And now they're dreaming about it because they've had it in there for so long. We've heard some even worse cases where people have gone after other folks thinking God told them to go after somebody else's husband or somebody else's spouse because they got away from waiting on what God was going to bring them and figured, okay, I'm just going to believe this, which is completely outside of the word of God. Then God didn't call us to do that. Our firm stand on all that, on all of God's word is what we will truly, what will truly bring peace on earth on all of God's word. That will truly bring peace because, again, I don't need to just have peace when I come to church or peace when I hear a, a good worship song. I need to have peace at all times. I need to have peace on earth at all times. So I believe the greatest part of these verses is that God's thoughts and expectations about us doesn't change even when we're captive even when we're in our lowest place even when we feel our weakest his his thoughts are still good about us they're not evil they so that we'll have that expected end he still believes we're going to have the ending about us and it doesn't change no matter how long no matter how low we are in life so don't give up on his word go back grab a hold of the word the most peaceful place on earth is fully trusting in god that's the most peaceful place you can be Safest place is the will of God. The most peaceful place is the trusting in God. And you trust in God with all your heart, soul, mind, and body. Give yourself over to it. Give, give yourself over to settling in God's word and settling in God's will. If not, you're going to start having the effects, the, the imitations of, of, a, of, of what God would do if you were submitted to him. The devil will copy that to draw you more into deceptions. Let's, let's look at this at Galatians chapter 1, verse 6 through 10. It says, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of, of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though, but though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you that than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you that, than that ye have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? Or if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ." Look, again, people are going to come after you, but it is time that we know the word. People are trying to deny the things of the Bible, trying to deny the, the, how the very creation. And, and Jesus is clear about this, that if you can't receive what Moses said, you can't receive what I said. And we, we, we have to be prepared. The Bible says, uh, always be ready to give an answer for the hope that lies within you. Always be ready to give an answer for the peace that's within you. There's a peace about us. Look, look, we're, we're going to heaven. We know we're going to be with Jesus for eternity. There's a, there's a peace that's there that, that's with us. That no matter what, I know I'm going to be with God. But, but we need to be able to give that answer to others who need to know him as well. So God has given us authority to uphold his word and our world will respond to the peace 
of God. Now, again, when we uphold the word, even though no matter what laws that they're passing, no matter what's going on, whenever they're trying to hold a church captive and they try to hold us against what we believe or try to make you feel guilty for believing in Jesus and believing for the, sta- the, uh, the very righteousness of Christ and the command of Christ, no, you hold true to the word because I'm not here to please man. I'm here to please God. I'm here to serve Christ. I'm here to serve him with all of my heart, soul, mind, and body. Now, if you don't like that, you don't get along with that, that's, that's okay because that's what is written. Now, Jesus didn't let the devil try to tell him what he was offering was better. Jesus just kept reminding him what was written. And we have to keep reminding people what is written. You cannot get dragged away from the word because it's not popular for people now. I'm not here to please man. I'm here to please God and him alone. And we have to stay in that place. Nobody has been with you like God has been with you. No one has been through the sicknesses, the deaths, the things that you've been through like God has been there with you. So how, why would you stop to serve? That's that's what the first verse 6 says, man, I, I marvel. He was like, this, this blows my mind that you are so soon removed. You so soon left what, what the, 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 from, the, from the grace of Christ. How did they take you out so quickly? Well, again, we get caught up. We want people to, you know, like us and not be mad at us. Well, look, you mad at me because I'm putting faith in, my, my, uh, in, in, in the eternal God? Mad at me because I'm serving a God who saved me? No, you have to let them go. You cannot release that because then once you release that, once you release yourself from your faith, not only will they not have peace, but now you don't have peace. And there's no way that there's peace on earth, right? Because now you've released your peace over to want someone to get along with you. So peace cannot come by denying access of God's word about our lifestyles so that people are not mad at us. Pleasing people over obeying God is inviting chaos over peace. You can check out any chaotic message and go like, where, where, where did this chaos come from? Where did this strife? Why are we fighting so much in the house? It's, it's Christmas time. Why are we arguing so much? Where, what did we let go? What, what did we give ourselves over to? You got to put the word back in there. Got to let it flow back in there for peace to come. Why am I so worried? Why am I so fear, fearful that people are going to leave me? My, my spouse, why am, I, why am I afraid all the time? Put the word back in there. Let peace come back. Let peace on your world come that, that you have peace on earth. Uh, it, is, it is vital that you do that. Now, when I say, um, you know, pleasing people over obeying God, I'm also talking about ourselves too. Because sometimes we can please our, emotional, our emotions, our mentalities, our bitterness over obeying God. And, and we'll be pleasers of men rather than lovers of God. When, when we give ourselves over to God completely, fulfillment can be received. And the same is true when we don't take a stand of faith, that is the act of self-centeredness and fulfillment cannot peacefully coexist because they are incompatible, right? So look, look I, I want to be fulfilled, but I'm self-centered. If I'm self-centered, fulfillment can't come to me. But when I'm God-centered, that will fulfill me. That will bring life to my soul. That will, that will bring me that peace that surpasses all understanding. And even though things or people seem to be walking away, I seem to have comfort. I, I know God is comforting me. I know God is surrounding me because I'm not giving up the great I am 
for the great somebody else or the less of somebody else. James chapter 3, verse 16 through 18 says, For who for, for where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is, is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. There's a great verse, so much in there. You know, if you got strife and stuff going on, there's confusion. There's, there's every evil word. When someone comes to you and says, I can't believe that you believe in a God like this, they're stirring up confusion. There's an evil work at play there. And you have to stop back and go, no, Jesus came, Emmanuel, God with us to this earth to die for our sins, resurrected so that we could spend eternity in heaven. There is an earth peace that is a peace about this earth to me to go and tell others about the goodness of God. I refuse to let you deny Christ. Now, you can deny him for you, but you're not going to deny him for me. I'm going to serve God. I know I've been through too much. I've seen too much to, for me to not serve God. I'm not going to be soon removed. Never will people be able to go be amazed about how I walked away from God. And it's amazing, right, because it's happening so much. One of the things that people say to us all the time, or I guess to me especially, is like, are you still doing that church thing? It's not a thing. This is my life. It's not something that I was just participating in for a phase. This is who I am. This is what God has called me to be. Then not to be removed from it. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. I'm here to stay. What can separate me from the love of God? Nothing. Nothing. So we come back to that and he says, release the word of God into your wildest circumstance. Release the word into the wildest of circumstances. And watch the hand of God bring forth peace to you and everything around you. Right? Jesus even said, fasting 40 days, 40 nights, Satan comes tempting him with food. And Jesus said that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. They want to take the words. They want to take a story. They want to take something out of the Bible and try to deny its existence. And if they can get you to doubt that, they can get you to not believe. They say that there are people who believe in God and believe in Jesus, but don't believe in all of the Bible. I don't know how you can be when God is the word. That does not make sense to me. That doesn't make sense. And it shouldn't make sense to them, but that's, that's where we are today. And we need to have an answer. We need to have that answer for the hope that's within us. So God's wisdom is first pure, and we will be easily separated from his wisdom when we accept behaviors that are not aligned with his word. I'm sorry. I don't care that it's the holiday season. I don't, I don't care. I'm not going to give up my purity and walking with God just because it's, 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 it's Christmas, which we should be celebrating Christ even more. I'm amazed at what we will give up just because we say it's the time of the year. How we'll give up our peace, how we'll give up our, our standards with God because family is in town or we're going to see family. No, they need to see our walk with God because the minute we go down there and participate in what they're doing, we're losing access to peace, not just for them, but for ourselves as well. His wisdom is first pure. Purity is from his wisdom. 
And you have to maintain that. I don't know where you're going, but please maintain your standard if you call yourself a believer. And, and it talks about this thing in verse 17 about the wisdom and it's about it being first pure, peaceful, gentle, all those things. But without hypocrisy, without hypocrisy, as, as, a, as a preacher, as a pastor, we must tell you the truth or we'll be accursed, Right? We got to tell you what the word says. I can't stand up here and tell you it's okay for you to just be any kind of way and, and do any kind of thing. I know God will still love you, but you'll miss out on the peace of God. That surpasses all understanding. Listen, Matthew 5, 8, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. But when you begin to remove purity from your life, that's when you start to miss the view of God. You miss what God sees. You miss the good thoughts he has of you, thoughts of good and not evil. You'll miss that he has an expected end of you, and then you'll start to give in to the surroundings. I want you to have peace on earth. I, I pray for the person listening to me right now that's struggling in between the good and the rock and the hard place. But God says, if you would just trust me, if you'll just be with me and hear my word, I will do a great thing in you. And without purity, it's hard to see God moving on our behalf. Pursuing peace keeps the world in view of God and strengthens everyone to trust God. And it talks about being peacemakers, not peacekeepers. You know, just keeping your mouth shut and not speaking up. A peacemaker may cause, uh, 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 you know, a little bit of agitation to make the peace that they're making, right? That in order for, to do that, to make peace, sometimes you have to bring up things that need to be dealt with to make peace. If you're a peacekeeper, you just keep your mouth shut and you just let things happen. You don't speak up for what you believe in. Well, God didn't call us to be peacekeepers. He calls us to be peacemakers. Uh, peacemaking keeps us from assuming our days and encourages us to live boldly in our days. You know, there, sometimes we just assume we're going to have tomorrow. Tomorrow's not promise. Live boldly today. Be, be at peace at today. Be able to lay your head down. And, and if you don't wake up tomorrow knowing you gave everything you had today, that's your peace on earth. Peace spreads and an expectation that people can and will make, make a difference in this world. So make the word a priority and peace will flow throughout the earth. So we're going to have peace on earth because we're going to put the word throughout the earth in everything that we do. So let's bow your heads and let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for peace on earth. As the song said, peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Father, nothing brings good to men like the word of God because of the peace of God. And Father God, I thank you as you're stretching us right now to get back into that place of peace. And Lord God, to get back into that thing, those, those dreams, those things that are popping into our minds that, that were what you've said to us, what lines up with your word. Father, we want to get back to those dreams, get back to those visions that Lord God, that you have put into our heart, soul, mind, and body. Lord God, we just pray, Father, for strength to get back redirected. We repent for getting off and get out of line with what you've called us to do. That, Lord God, we turn ourselves toward you. That, Father, that peace on earth is lining up with the word of God. That I will trust your word at all times. And I come to you with all of my heart, soul, mind, and body. And give myself completely over to you. That you will be honored and you will be glorified. Lord, we bless you. We glorify you and we thank you. And we give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. And we'll see you next time.